You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. The C-Word with Callista. All right, so hey everyone, it's been a while, but welcome to season two of The C-Word. If you're new, well, stick around because we've got a lot of, I would say, juicy information from people from all walks of life, but the one common denominator is that we all talk about content. For our first episode of the season, Kwewan, aka Kowam, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, yeah. She's here with us to talk about how her miniature art and her content got her a show with the one and only Ryan Reynolds. So please. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you for having me here. Let's start from the beginning. What does Pico Worm mean? It means during the secondary school, we have memorized Pico as a really, really, really small system unit. So Pico, that means really tiny. And Worm, it derived from bookworm because I really love to read. Pico Worm, it has a meaning saying that somebody loves something small yeah okay, honestly i don't remember like ever learning the word pico <laughs> okay. like maybe it was like too long ago <laughs> so basically you're kind of describing what you do right because you do like miniature art and like how tiny is tiny it can be under a palm or under a finger so it depends on what scale i wanted to do so it can be slightly larger or something even smaller than a grade how did you even discover that you like miniature art though it's seems like such a niche kind of thing to do. It is, but you know, my sister, she personally is a miniature collector. So okay. this is how I actually know about what is miniature because she she loved to buy it. By that time, uh, when I was uh, first started, I learned it from the book and from the forum because we doesn't have a YouTube tutorial as many as today. So it was about 14 years ago. And then eventually I bought some simple tools and material and get myself hands-on to make it myself because I can't afford to buy miniature like my sister so I try to make my buy my own so now she doesn't buy anymore she makes you make it for her la. and no she still <laughs> buys it because she collects wide range of miniatures it's, it's just not uh, include Malaysian culture but the western culture mm-hmm. stuff like that she loves a lot of them I assume you've always been good at art right but like how different is it like creating normal sized art and miniature mm-hmm. art What's the difference in like the process? Miniature art, it doesn't need any art base. Uh, like like me, I was a student studying mechanical engineer. I, I don't study art at all. So I just practice it by my own. I mean, practice can make perfect. I mean, seriously. So in terms of the scale, so in that terms, we will need to have a good sense in ratio. In terms of that, you have to you know keep practice and you have to observe everything in your daily life so you can catch up what is uh, how should I say the, the sense of skill I don't know what to say but <laughs> but yeah you know the, 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 the intuition you, you mean, can train it by yourself you say that but then I do think that art is something <laughs> that is natural you know what I mean like I can barely draw a proper stick man that is the, the amount of art that I can do so I don't think practicing that much would get me onto well, your level. 
<laughs> but but you know, at first you have to have the passion on it because I really love it. So I don't care about how much time I really spend into it. But is this like a full time thing for you? Yeah, it is right now. You sell all your art, right? Yes, correct. Oh. Sometimes I take commission work. Uh, let's say some of my customer they send me some old photos of their perhaps their grandfather's shop, and I just recreate the shop. I make from two D into three D art. I've seen a lot of the photos that you posted on Instagram. They're all so cute and they're so realistic. Thank you so much. <laughs> how how long have you been posting and like actually selling your work though? I think uh, I started from two thousand fourteen or sixteen. That okay. time I was still studying. In a university, I just sell it to my friends or friends' friends, something like that. And then eventually, when I graduated, then I just um, started full time right away. Wow, that's so yeah. impressive! I'm just gonna assume that the people that were producing this show, which um, if you're listening and you don't know what it is, um, basically it's a show on Snapchat and it's called Ryan doesn't know. And basically, he gets a, a bunch of people to teach him things that he doesn't know, which is a lot I can relate. And they approached you, right? Yeah, I received an email last year, November, uh, saying that Ryan Reynolds, he, he he spent a lot of time during the home quarantine and he bookmarked some of his uh, favorite uh, favorite interests uh, about this show because they are still hosting about this. Uh, they are preparing about this. So he bookmarked some of the ideas and I am very fortunate to be one of them. So they asked me if I could be the guest and, you know, and the first thought that comes into my mind is this real <laughs> is this a scam <laughs> yeah it is is it a scam so i was like okay ne- never mind i just reply anyway and then we uh we set up a meeting right away and then finally i was wow it is real <laughs> it, it was a big surprise to me so yeah. he found your work and then got the production team to contact you yes correct Wow. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how he found me, but it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. It was a big surprise. Yeah, your 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 stuff is like pretty impressive. So but it's just it's not about like how good your art is. It's just I feel like as Malaysians, we're always like, wow, how like did you from all the way in the US did you find my little page? <laughs> yeah, it is. That is what I was wondering. How he could find me. I, I can't believe that. So okay, how nervous were you though? I was super nervous. <laughs> And I was, uh, and I was um, keep laughing because you know he's funny. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, I was just laughing nonstop, and but I can't forget what I was supposed to do. I have to pitch him, yeah, even though we know that this show it, it wouldn't be a serious tutorial. But you know he has to make fun uh, between us, and he was very interactive. So. <laughs> so so I was uh, very nervous. Anyway, I, I tried my best, you know, when I was talking to a big person like him. But like, I saw the show and you didn't look nervous at all. In fact, like, there were certain <laughs> parts you were like, are you serious right now? Like, you, you can't even make yeah, a freaking hair dryer. Actually- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the team told me to do that. I mean, mm. uh, when we was meeting, so they, they were saying that they don't expect Ryan make something good, but you know, you have to give some reactions. And I was just <laughs> okay, okay, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> when he showed the hairdryer to the camera, I'm like, how to tell you? But this does not look like Pui ones. <laughs> 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 but how did you even come up with the, the the concept? Like, why why a barbershop? Because uh, they asked me what uh what we can do to relate my artwork. So I have a barbershop artwork that I made last 
few years, they then decide, uh, why not we, we let uh, Ryan Reynolds to make a hairdryer and that hairdryer can be put inside your barber shop. Uh, finally, it couldn't be put inside, but uh, <laughs> this is the whole concept. La. <laughs> you rejected Deadpool's hairdryer <laughs> like he <Yeah>. put one. <laughs> Did they send you the hairdryer? They wanted to. I mean, you know, at the end. <laughs> you were like, no, um, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but they didn't uh they didn't send it to me. If you have watched the first episode, Ryan sent the ice to Will Will Smith. So this is what they plan to do. I mean, they the the, the end of the work uh that done by Ryan Reynolds they actually wanted to send to somebody else. So, but you know, okay. in my show, they didn't do it because, <laughs> well, it was a weird color. And then, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you haven't seen the show, you have to go and watch it. There's like a, like a teaser on Point um, One's Instagram and um, there's the full show is on Snapchat. Honestly, this is the first time that I've watched anything on Snapchat. I tried to see how long it was, but then it kept skipping yeah. when I tapped it. I can understand that because I didn't know they have, they come up with some show like this in Snapchat at all. I mean, right? initially I thought it was in the YouTube, but no, they, they are in Snapchat. Yeah, because yeah, he did post like a teaser thing on like a trailer on YouTube, YouTube. right? Yes, correct. Yeah, was, but I, the full, full series, you have to watch it on Snapchat. Yeah. If you are like creating content for like, like your art mm. right like i think mm-hmm. tiktok would be like a great platform for you when you, you know mm-hmm. when you do your youtube videos and like you just take out parts of it and make it like mm-hmm. a very fast cut tutorial instead of like a youtube video and you put that on tiktok um. i think you could grow very fast oh you okay try it out. but yeah it's it's, okay. a, it's a platform that uh you can grow a lot f- faster than um, YouTube and Instagram nowadays. I don't know whether you noticed, but it's like really hard Mm -hmm. to up your numbers on YouTube and Instagram, I feel. Yeah, the algorithm is kind of different, right? Yeah, but on TikTok, Mm. it's like you post something if like they send it out to a small group of people and if all these people like watch it, if they watch the whole thing, then they send it out to more people. And like people with like a hundred followers can get videos with a hundred thousand views. Mm. So you should think about it. <laughs> I think I will. I will try it out. Yeah, but what? Okay. What? What are you planning like for your art? Like, are you planning to do this uh, like full time continuously, or you're planning to uh, like? I'll- sell the art like what what's your plan when it comes to content wise i definitely would do it uh, full time for i would say forever because i really love it yeah selling my work is one of the thing and i really sometimes i really hope to have a commission work for commercial so i think in miniature art it still have rooms for growth in Malaysia because we mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of miniature artists in Malaysia. So I think it's still in initial stage. So I think it has a lot of room to improve to actually make this industry mature, you know, to promote miniature art as well. If you browse through my Instagram, I really mm-hmm. love to make uh, Malaysian culture related stuff. Yeah, so this is the thing I really wanted to promote. You know, I, I can telling our culture through yeah. the arts. So, so like you can promote Malaysia through like your your miniature art, right? It's like a yes a mini piece of Malaysia going outside, you know? <laughs> yes, correct, correct. And but you, know, I, you know, I love all your culture stuff, but you know the one that, I don't know, every time I go onto your Instagram, the one that always jumps out at me is that mm-hmm. watercolor and the color pencils. <laughs> it is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it because 
it relates to all of us, yes. especially all Malaysian. As a kid, we use it. Definitely use it. I mean, I, I think no one would wouldn't use it because uh, we all definitely need it uh, in the, the primary school, school classes. <laughs> yeah. So you know, sometimes I uh, really love to think about the past uh, when uh, you know before I sleep. And I think everybody loves like things from their childhood. It's just that nostalgia. You know what I mean? You are gonna be posting a lot of content, a lot of a lot of your miniature art and stuff like that. Have you ever? thought of doing like a what what do, what do they call it they don't call it an exhibition when it's art yeah you can call it as uh, as an exhibition i actually plan to do it i mean i would need a lot of own work in order mm-hmm. to do the exhibition so because some of my works have already sold so you know i do keep some of them for myself takes time <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you where do you keep all of it because i know it's mini but after mm-hmm. a while it's a lot right you still need like a place yeah to put- i put anywhere in my house i mean if you can see it at the back so i i do have some of it here oh, yeah. Some of the others, I actually put them in a display cabinet. I mean, just store them inside. When I'm free, I just you know play around and keep them clean. <laughs> it's like treasured pieces to you. If I mean, especially if you're keeping them yourself and they're not commissioned work, right? Yeah. Alright. Well, I guess it just goes to show, like. But then again, you said you were studying me- mechanical engineer. I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> you know how parents are always like, don't take si- uh, don't take art stream, take science stream. But you took science <laughs> stream, right? Yeah. <laughs> When I was graduated from the diploma and going to degree, I actually asked my parents if I could just start full-time uh, miniature art. My parents, of course, not <laughs> asked me mm-hmm. to continue for the study. So I, w- I was not regret. I mean, yeah, okay, let's go for study first. Uh, when I was studying, I still keep practicing. Practice on the mm-hmm. skill. I, I was starting to use Instagram by that time. So mm-hmm. I started to accumulate some of the followers that can actually <coughs> buy my work. So, you know, you have to support yourself <laughs> to pay some bills. So I was not regret to study because my parents asked me to. So I just spent the degree years to actually prepare for the full time. Okay, so now like you're, you're just <coughs> basically good at everything. Like you're good at science, you're good at art. <laughs> because I got the certificate uh, just in case I really, mm. you know, not success at this field. So uh, knows, I still can right? get a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that just proves doing and, and posting what you love. Like it can take you places that you've, you've never imagined, right? Like, who would have thought this girl from Johor could be on a show with Deadpool <laughs> just by making art and yeah. you studied mechanical engineering? Like, <laughs> no one could have written this story. You know what I mean? I would never imagine that. Uh, you know, uh, I really appreciate that. I, I doesn't know why am I so lucky, but I'm really, really grateful for that. You're good. That's why it's not so, luck. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say this is just luck. Because there's a lot of amazing artists around the world, but why me? So I would say this is really lucky for me. So I'm really grateful for that. Okay, it definitely is part luck that how they came across your profile, but it mm. definitely also is your talent. And I think it's also a sign that this is what you should be doing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you haven't seen Puiwan's work, I definitely suggest you go onto her Instagram, go to her YouTube, go to her upcoming TikTok page. Like I'm campaigning for this <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check out all her work and you will know exactly why she was chosen to do this 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 show go to snapchat watch the show 
And I guess that's it. Thank you, everyone, for talking to、Thank、me about so this. Thank you so much. Thank、I'm、you so much for having me. I'm not someone who knows anything about、um, art, but I feel like you make it exciting, and I think that's not, <laughs> not something a lot of people can do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Okay, and、um, yeah, so thanks for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. The C word with Callista.